Hi, it is Natasha. And Khalil. And we are the co-hosts of Woke and Free. Thank you, thank you, thank you for tuning in to our 63rd episode of Woke and Free. If you've been tuning in every week for Woke and Free Wednesday, you know that Woke and Free is all about being real and honest with each other and you. We talk about everything and anything that's important to us, to you, the world, and nothing is off the table. In this episode, we're talking all about phrases that people should know, or even everyone should know. But before we dive deep into that really fun uh, yellow brick road of a subject, we have a couple of questions to ask you. First, have you subscribed to Woken Free on iTunes, TuneIn, Stitcher, Google Play, YouTube, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, and all the other platforms our show is on? If you don't know what I'm talking about, go to WokenFree.com and subscribe, subscribe, subscribe away. Next, uh, have you shared an episode recently? Friends, family, with strangers, guess what? It's super easy to share. Share it on Facebook, share it on Instagram, share it on Twitter, guys. Just go to WokenFree.com and you'll see all of our social media handles as well as all the episodes that you want to share. Next, have you talked to us on social media? If you have a burning question or you just want to chat and slide into the DM, you'll find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Woken Free. And then lastly, we really would greatly appreciate if you reviewed our show. So any of the episodes that you want to review the show itself on any of the platforms we're on, on social media, we would greatly appreciate your feedback, guys. Each week, we like to share a little bit about us before we dive into the topic for the episode. Last week, we shared what's one type of clothing we would never wear. This week, we're sharing what is our favorite type of flower. We're really hitting the the bottom of the barrel here, aren't we? You look, I didn't say rocks. I wouldn't even have an answer for you. (laughs) Selactite. Are you joking? (laughs) That's not my favorite. My favorite type of rock is the diamond. Oh, oh, okay. Gotcha. That makes sense. Yes. And also you're clearly materialistic in nature. (laughs) My favorite type of emotion is passion then. Is that materialistic? Your favorite emotion is neutral. <laughs> that might be the next, maybe that's the next uh, question that people I've want to answer. You, I've scooped your question for the week. I love it. Okay. That might be it for next one. You got a good one. How people want to know that. phenomenal. I can't wait. They, oh man, there's people that, they want to know right now. They want a spoiler alert. No. <laughs> <laughs> that's not an emotion, by the way. What is my favorite flower? So that's an interesting question. So first I would say my favorite flower is a sunflower. I really, uh, I love heat. I love the the hot sun. You know, sweating isn't always phenomenal, but I'd always be warm as opposed to being cold. And the sunflower, every time I look at it, it just makes me think of just happiness and joy and sunlight. And so it makes me really happy. Second, I would say to the sunflower, I also love a rose. Specifically, I love a pink rose and a blue rose. I saw the most stunning blue rose in the city about eight years ago and I've never forgotten it. I thought it was the most beautiful thing I'd ever seen. And so I'm dying because I've never received blue roses before. If you want to send me blue roses, let us know in the comments, guys. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, so I love a rose. I'm a classic girl in that way. But 
specifically the pink or the the remarkable blue rose but you khalil what is your favorite flower but then you're saying your favorite's the sunflower actually. overall though overall yes. wow you actually like the sunflower i just more think than it's the pink beautiful rose. though i just oh, think it's right. so happy and i know it's cheap i told my dad one time and he was like you have that's a cheap taste in flowers and i'm like <laughs> not everything has to come down to dollars and cents guys it, it could has just a unique be... look though the sunflower is beautiful yeah it it's just gorgeous special type of look so, yeah, I, I, I can't, I mean, overarching, yeah. Like, I love the sunflower at, like, 99, and then number 98 would be, like, <laughs> the, the roses. <laughs> number 98, okay. Well, mine's cliche. It's the red rose, I would say. That'd be my favorite. Just, You're a filthy liar. No, you know why? <laughs> Guess why you won't, you won't expect it, because it has those thorns on it, so not anybody can grab it. you got to be very careful when you pick it. Oh, I, like I thought you were going to say that it can, like, harm people. So. <laughs> no, not harm people, but I like that it defends itself. But you know what now? So you like a you know what's funny gangster. though? But I just thought about it, but... Queens in the house, guys. Queens. The thing is, I don't know if it's a flower, but my favorite plant would be the Venus flytrap. I think Why are cool. you so violent in nature? No, because they destroy your insects. You don't like them. That's true. All insects should die. <laughs> Sorry, Woken Free Nation, for anyone who loves insects. I am on a plight. I would love They're to pretty cool. petition to kill all insects, actually. But this wasn't about plants. This is <laughs> about flowers. So that's why I said the rose. But Except but, I know some the the poor bumblebees and all of the... Ugh, now, it's so sad, Now, though. the Venus flytrap just waves them off. It says, mm -hmm. don't fly here, bumblebee. Go and pollinate the Every time I think the of the Venus flytrap, I think of that... The, the little shop of horror, you know that little that movie that everyone loves where it's like the giant one and it's eating people and it's scary. The wow, shop maybe. of little horror. I don't remember that. You don't remember that? It had, uh, what's his name? He was the Honey, I've Shrunk the Kids guy was in it. Oh, Tickle Me Elmo? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're going to keep this movie. Because... Well, no, before we move, I, I had to say my other point. But my point is, is, I've never seen an orange rose, but that would be my favorite. It does exist, but I've never seen one. You just have to dye it, Khalil. To see an orange rose? <laughs> dye the white one. Dye it orange, yeah. No, it doesn't exist in nature? I don't. Do I look like a, oh, a freaking floral Because you're, say, you're saying this. See, I don't know. I thought it exists in nature. Welcome, Free Nation. If you are work in this field of flowers, please put in the comment section, how can Khalil see an orange rose? That is the question of the day for you. Yeah, that's the one I would go for if I, but I don't know if it really exists. First world issues, guys. First world thing. issues. I don't know. <laughs> oh, are you ready to move on, sir? Well, did we figure out the Venus flytrap then? No, you nice? you moved on onto something crazy, and I tried to <laughs> reel reel this right back in. Well, I I brought it back to the original question at hand because I just wanted to get that out there that if an orange rose exists, that would be my favorite. But as of now, it's the red rose. Beautiful. And your favorite's the sunflower. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now with that tantalizing information that you guys were dying to know, I know you're like right about to fall off your chairs. We're going to get into the episode and we're going to talk all about phrases that everyone should know. And I think this should be probably one of our most amusing episodes because I'm not quite sure how this is going to go. So I'm going to start off with my phrase, <laughs> right. which is life is what we make it. And uh, I think this is an important phrase for a couple of reasons. But again, Khalil, what do you think? Why is life is what we make it an important phrase and or a phrase that you think people should know? Well, I personally don't know the phrase. Okay, <laughs> so that's one thing I gotta put out there. The, the, in those exact words, life is what we make of it. The phrase what that I hear, what we make it, what we make it. The phrase 
that makes me think of, of one phrase that I hear a lot that, mm-hmm. that people say, and that is, when life gives you lemons, make lemonade. Okay. All right. So why would, okay, so. <laughs> I, I think of that phrase okay. when I hear, when I hear you say that, that's the phrase I think about. So it triggers say. another phrase for you. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it actually triggers that phrase. And then that phrase is just that you take a bad situation and you can make something good out of it. That's basically what that says. So. Okay. If there's a problem thrown your way, you just could see how to pivot it. Okay. You know, like if, if, if you're working in a factory and I don't know, the machinery goes down, what mm-hmm. do you do in that case? You think, oh man, production stopped. We're no. going to lose money, but wait a minute. We actually have those old manual machines that we can crank out these like personalized goods that people True. might pay more for. So it's, you know, it's something like that. I'm just giving gotcha. an example. Okay. So for me, I, I chose this phrase and I you can find the phrases I chose from chartcons.com. So this phrase to me is important. Life is what we make it because for me, it resonates with the idea of mindset. There are too many people in this world who uh, really like to view life as circumstantial and oh, because I come from this neighborhood, I have this skin color, I have this situation, I can't. Uh, There's all these limitations, right? And I think that so much of life, if you are a practitioner of the secret, if you are a practitioner of the, and believing in the law of attraction, you absolutely understand that life is literally what you make it by what you believe, what is in your head and the actions you take correlating to what beliefs you hold steadily in your mind. So if you view yourself as a victim, then you are a victim. If you view yourself as a champion, you are a champion. And uh, I think this is an important phrase for adults, but more importantly for children, because we, before we were adults, we were children and children need to understand that they can do anything. And as someone who works with children in various uh, capacities, <laughs> you want to, you know, for me, I'm constantly kind of affirming this, like, no defeatist attitude and like have the right mindset. And so that's why I like that phrase. All right, that's a interesting phrase. I don't know if everyone's heard it, but now they have. They now have the Woken Free Nation. Mm. And I'm right there with them. Cool. Yep. Now the next phrase we got to <laughs> jump to that'll really get your blood boiling is don't throw stones if you live in a glass house. Okay, I Moses. I think everyone's heard this one. <laughs> now why do you think this is an important phrase? Because we have to be Christian. <laughs> Whoa. I'm kidding. Whoa, I'm kidding. Okay, Whoa. Whoa. No insult to my Buddhist, uh, Hindu, or Muslim folk out there. Wow. <laughs> but I do. Well, for me, I I get the biblical vibe uh, because I think there's something in the Bible about that or talking about, right? Or no? I'm not actually sure. I feel like there's that. something I don't know if, I don't biblical know that... in nature there. Oh, excuse me, guys, for not. I think you're thinking being... of stoning, though. Oh, Jesus, no. I think you're thinking of the other one. Don't don't throw the big rock at the person that can throw a David one defeated at you. Goliath. Yep. No, not that. <laughs> With the, they used to stone people back in the Stone Age. Uh Woken Free Nation, is there a biblical origin to this phrase? I think that's more with this the This is stoning. Khalil's phrase, so I did choose this. I think I think that phrase is a little bit different. But this, this glass house is like a variation of the biblical one. I mean, I think I mean, I think the don't throw stones if you live in a glass house is an important phrase in the sense that like we are all broken. If you don't believe it, watch YouTube. <laughs> we are all broken people in this world. But that's okay because you don't have to be non-broken to have a prosperous, joyous, amazing life. But the point is, how can you ever cast stones? How can you ever judge anyone when you have your own shit? 
to deal with. <laughs> so that that's why I do like that phrase because you cannot address someone in a negative way about their race, about their class, about their money, about their sexual orientation, about where they live, about anything because somebody can do the same to you. So that's what I think. But why, why is that an important phrase for you? Well, yeah, it's just don't go on the offense when people can come at you for the same exact thing. So Word. I think it's, I think it's really like a thing of, it's thrown towards like um, bigots and hypocrites. <laughs> That's really what this phrase is and made racist? for. Racist. It tells you why not to be a bigot. You know, it, it can hurt you. In Prejudice the is a sin. Well, yeah, especially <laughs> when you have some of the same. You have sent either the same issues or some other issues going on that people can attack we you. We are for. all broken, in some way or form. But that's okay. And fragile. I think that's what this mm. phrase brings up too. Because mm. notice it's a glass Fragility. house. Fragility, yes, 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 yes. It's, yes. Not a, it's not a brick house because then you're probably okay. Be like, yeah, bring it, bring it. Because <laughs> then you can't hurt just. Well, but you know what's funny? If you throw the stones in a brick house, what if that stone ricochets and hits you in the head? <laughs> Knock it, yourself out. Leave it to you to think of that scenario. That's what's funny. It's like you might, the glass house might be better to throw the stone because at least it's going to, well, but then it comes down on you and you get impaled by the glass. Indeed. So, I mean, either way. You probably shouldn't throw stones in your house. <laughs> Either way, stop judging others. Keep yeah, there's actually not a yourself. house you should throw the stone Live in. Live your life. People are way too confused about trying to inquire information about other people's lives and other people's decisions. Live your life. What are you doing? What do you want? It doesn't matter what the person next to you wants or the person who's a friend. Live your life. Stop trying to judge and or insert yourself in other people's lives. So disrespectful. But... Next phrase before I continue on my soapbox. Uh, so my phrase would be, you're never too old to learn. Why do you think that's an important phrase, if at all? Well, this phrase goes head to head with another phrase uh -huh. that's pretty... I mean, people say a lot. I don't know if it's true, but you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yes. Is what they say a lot, yes, that's too. that's an alternative so version of this. Yep. This is kind of... I mean, your phrase was probably what should be the truth. Like, people need to be willing to learn. Yes. I mean, because the world is always changing and evolving. So yes. if you don't, you're going to get left behind. Word. And you can have a painful existence during your olden times. Because people live... <laughs> people live longer now, so... It's not like you're going to be taken 50, out guys, so yeah. fast. So <laughs> that's the thing. I think now, maybe back in the day when... We only live till like forties. Then yeah, you probably then you can't teach an old dog new tricks because you're probably you're gonna die before you learn. But nowadays you're, you're gonna living, live on for pretty you're long. You're gonna be a, quite an old dog there. So I, I think this phrase <laughs> is probably it pretty much is important since you're gonna live long. You better learn the new stuff or else you know things are gonna be really tough for you. Like yeah. Because you, you know what happens? What I think of I don't know if anybody else thinks of this, but this just makes me think of all those scams now that you know are online and stuff. And if you're an older person, wouldn't you be get you get caught by all these scams if you don't yeah. like learn the new stuff? The internet, if you don't yeah, learn anything email. about the internet, imagine going on email the first time and it's like, hey, you're the winner of five thousand dollars. <laughs> now imagine if Enjoy you don't if you don't learn number. anything, <laughs> you'd get caught by this scam. You'd be like, Indeed. oh no, I've got to send this money, you know, so I can rec reclaim my money. I'm going to give them my bank account number and everything. Indeed. So you definitely, I I think this phrase is definitely something that's like true you never can be too old to learn 
Yeah, I mean, I, I I take this from a page actually from Gary Vaynerchuk. Woo! Oh, wow. Gary V. Yeah, he has a whole bunch of content where he, I love how he has directive content towards our youngins. And they're like, you know, he's like, if you're 18, if you're 20, eat sh right there with you, Gary. I get you. And then he also <laughs> comes out and he says, hey, if you're 40 and you're 50, cut the sh <laughs> You're not too old to do X, Y, Z. And so oh, I, right, yeah. I appreciate that he's encouraging kind of our quote unquote older people to stop acting as if a 40 is somehow, you know, you're, you're knocking on death's door because you are not, uh, 50, 75 is the new 50 guys. We're living longer and longer. And that's a good thing. It means you have more time to accomplish more things, to live prosperous, successful lives. So, you know, this idea of like, oh, and this is, I mean, I'm not throwing shade because I, we just came from talking about not judging people, but uh -oh. I am tired of hearing, and you know, we, we both hear this in our families because we have older relatives sometimes closer in relation than others who are like, well, I'm old and I can't do this and I'm old and you know, I'm tired, right? Whether you're two, 22 or 102, cut the sh Like if you want to do something, go ahead and do it. And maybe you have to do it differently. A two-year-old is definitely not going to do the same thing a 102-year-old is going to do. Yeah, but you, not. But you can do it differently. And the point is to just live. Life is for the living. And every time you say, I can't, every time you say that this, this is impossible for you, then that means you are essentially reserving that for people who are no longer here. Can'ts are for the people who are no longer living. You are alive, so figure this Seems. out, man. Tired. I'm tired of the limitations because it's a downer and it's an energy suck. And I don't even talk to people who are all about the cans because I can't deal with it. As you can tell, <laughs> you, you can't my, deal with yeah, the cans. I can't deal with the cans. Like it's too much. That's like what I can't. You're me. <laughs> it's too much. So you're never too old to learn, guys. If you are dying to become a photographer and you're 47, get out there and do it. If you're dying to be a ballet ballerina and you're 51 live your life and get them leotards and look cute in them. Mm. Go ahead. Oh, all right. <laughs> that's what I'm, that's my encouragement for, for older folk. All right. This next one's a classic, but a goodie. Mm. Many people probably know it. Mm. And it's do unto others as you want done unto you. Mm. 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 Why is that important? That is the question indeed. Because mm. look, if you, if you treat people bad, then that means you like to be treated badly. Exactly. And you're into getting beaten like Fifty Shades of Grey and stuff. Hey, hey, hey. Without <laughs> the sex, though, unfortunately. <laughs> nah, none of that. You just want to get beat. You just want to get beat. Yeah, yeah you like, has to be a little bit sexy there, guys. But... No, you, you're just a glutton for punishment. So I don't Not know. Not me. Pain is my nemesis. That's the only, I mean, that's the issue with this classic phrase because some people like pain. And some people Indeed. use it as a way of, um, as release. So I don't know. I mean, this phrase is kind of, even it's though. It's a complex phrase. If, yeah. you, if you take it simply, it's like, yeah, I don't want people to treat me like crap. Yeah. I don't want to be treated like dirt. So I'm going to treat them nice. And hopefully karma treats me as well as I treated them. Yeah. But what if you like being treated badly? Cause you think you deserve it. Like there's a lot of people that have that mentality. But, may, but there's also people who are suffering with mental health issues, Kalil. But, and that's so. the issue with this phrase. If you have the <laughs> mental health issue. I mean, how do you get over that? So it's kind of, I don't so know. So you have to speak with professionals who can address this. <laughs> yeah, they have to tell you, and, like, that's, uh, that's can, the incorrect form yeah, of Yeah, and have, have uh, well, not incorrect. Again, we want to stop with the judgment. Just there, the are better, there are better ways to think about things. There are better narratives to hold. That's all I'm be, saying. You can't do harm unto yourself and expect that's good. That's incorrect. No, of course. You cannot harm yourself 
and and I mean, I, again, we're not doctors, so you have to speak with medical professionals who can speak to you about the errors of self harm. But yes, generally, <laughs> generally speaking, self harm is not uh, acceptable, nor is it good, nor is it uh, helpful. <laughs> I, that's I mean, you can't say that. Harm I know is you just helpful. have to. There's some, if you look at movies, sometimes they have those cases where, oh, the lungs collapse, so I've got to pierce a hole so I can breathe, you know, something yeah, so like that. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. There are general, because, you're, because <laughs> there are exceptions though. where, like, that's you have to harming. stab yourself, which is technically self-harm. To release the, the pressure. <laughs> to, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's yeah. a little bit different, though. Like, let's get it together, though. It, this the the phrase really at heart really wants people to just do good rule. yeah do <laughs> just good. just do good to others that's so, really you know what, what it kind of implies this reminds <laughs> me and you and me have had these conversations this reminds me of circumstances in my life where there have been a couple of people actually where I've had to say you know I, I'm not your enemy <laughs> and and I say this because yeah the idea is if you continue wow, to man. to verbally eviscerate someone if you continue to be verbally and emotionally uh, abusive and disruptful and flagrantly disrespectful, then you are inviting that same vitriol to you. And most people do not necessarily enjoy being spoken to like they're less than trash. Uh, some people, unfortunately, from your part of the conversation, yes, that's that's their thing. Yep. But the average person, I do not believe, wants to feel made less than. So I think that when I hear do unto others as you want done to you, it's the golden rule that, yes, let's go into the world with the intention of being a positive value add. And other people are also walking into the world with that intention. And then the intentions are crossing each other's waves and, and, and we are doing good for for ourselves and others and it's done to us and it feels good and it feels great to have people admire you and speak to you with trust and and not you know make you feel like <laughs> that's that's why i think that's important all right good point yeah my next one is jump to conclusion uh, <laughs> I thought this was a funny phrase because I think uh, just recently I was actually watching a couple of videos. Shout out to Susie Orman. And, <laughs> and she was uh, doing a show at the Apollo. And, and she was She's doing a show at the Apollo Theater. Yeah, she was doing a money like conversation. A well, ha, no, but it was like, a, <laughs> <laughs> like that just sounds weird. All you right. want money? Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Like, yeah, that's crazy. Okay. Performance at the Apollo. I didn't know they had those type of... Um, yeah, like... clearly Woken Free needs to have an Apollo show. And we have to take this guy. We have to take... Who wants us to take this on the road, guys? Woohoo! Yes. Okay. Dying to go on tour right now. Wow. Man. But uh, stay tuned. Stay tuned. You know I'm determined, guys. Yeah, <laughs> but... you definitely are. For sure. But what what I thought was funny is people, so you know when people are asking questions, but the question is really like a five minute uh, vitriol of their lives and, you know, what their kids did and what the puppy yeah, said. Yeah, and Yeah, yeah. And, and so the speaker's like, okay. Mm, mm, and they want you to get your question so, out. But Susie, listen, Susie's a badass. Susie's like, get do? to the, what's your question? What's she just your, She just starts screaming. Oh, she starts screaming at them because they try to explain all this stuff. And, and she's like, no, no, but it, what's your question? <laughs> what's your question? Oh, she was getting like, people with that? Wow. That was so funny. Sorry to yell, good. guys. I don't want to burst, burst your eardrums. But it was super funny. Like, if you haven't listened to it, definitely check it out, Susie. Or it is super funny. Wow. And, uh, you know, I like this phrase because as a communicator, we have to really work on 
clear storytelling, clear messaging and branding. And we cannot forget to get to the conclusion. Get to your conclusion. <laughs> wait a second. Wait a second. I'm, I'm confused now. So is your phrase... Is your phrase literally jump to conclusion or don't jump to conclusion? So my first, so the phrase jump to conclusion, how I've interpreted that is the idea is make sure you don't, you don't spend so long talking that you haven't like gotten to what's your ass, what's the end thing. But you could also interpret that phrase to say, skip the pre stuff and get to the end. So you, it's a, it's a, it depends on how you interpret the question. Right. For me, I'm interpreting I, it as, you know, share what you have to say, but get to the conclusion, like hurry up and concisely arrive at what you're asking nah. for at the end this is amazing because mm -hmm. now i remember this phrase from since when i was younger and the phrase was always don't jump to conclusions and it was about people not doing their research and making assumptions i don't i don't know this other phrase you're talking about so that yeah so to, that just I jump I, to, no i've I heard the other one, one. Yeah, i know the don't, don't jump yeah to that's conclusion. the one i was thinking of. but this what this, this, this phrase is, is listed though. as jump to conclusion this is like and i've interpreted it as I, yeah i didn't well, even know this not one. skip over it but like Oh, like, you know, kind of briskly arrive at what you're asking wow, <laughs> is yeah, how I, I interpret that. But I thought it was an interesting phrase that I saw. And again, okay. all of the, God, I never even knew that. One. All of these are listed on WokenFree.com, guys. So you can just see the links there. Oh, wow. All right. Mm -hmm. Well, I mean, that blew your mind. I know. Yeah, that one blows my mind so much. I got to mention one that I just found out about recently. And oh, OK, it's well. something that everybody has to know because it's very important and critical You're to life freaky. on this earth. I can't Without this phrase, life could not continue as we know. You're a sicko. And this phrase is such a long <laughs> phrase that I don't even want to say it, but I'm going to have to say it. So get ready, guys. You're yep. going to have to open up for this one. In one, two, three. You up? You should be ashamed of yourself. And that's with a question mark, too. You should be ashamed of yourself. <laughs> what is this, blackish? Come on, man. <laughs> Why would you say all that now? This is this is a phrase that Why all the youngsters Why don't you educate say. Woken Free Nation on what is you up? Mean? All right, this is a phrase that youngsters say because they're trying youngsters. to find out if okay. you're ready for Netflix and chilling. Why don't you explain that phrase? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's actually a phrase on itself. Yes. <laughs> what does Netflix and chilling mean? So Netflix and chilling is kind of like movie and a dinner. No, that is not what that means, Khalil. You done straight up lied to Woken Free Nation. You better get your life. All right, it's kind of like movie and dinner and hot coffee. No, it is movies and sex. Oh, wow. <laughs> is that what your interpretation of hot coffee is? Yes. That's a hot toddy for sure. That's something else now. That's something else altogether. That's crazy. Marsha, close your ears. <laughs> so I guess that's your definition for you up. Sex. It's a yes. booty call. Is yes. this a booty call phrase now? Would you like to have sex? It's not a Netflix and chilling phrase. Would you which like could be to a have movie sex? and dinner phrase? Would you like to have sex? <laughs> I That's can say it a means? thousand times. Would you like to so have sex? So is that the translation for Si senor? That's gonna be for our generation. I don't say that phrase. Who I'm no, not talking to you I'm that way. About, I would no, ask you if you want to have no, sex. I'm saying that's your interpretation. Reason. Your interpretation <laughs> for you up is that. But I don't know. What that is, is what they were talking about on the show. What are you talking about? I am not creating saying, something. What are you saying on the show? This, the chick asked the guy. You he, can find and this she elsewhere. put the lip gloss on and walked over to the dorm room. They were not going to go watch a movie and have coffee. They were getting no, dirty. No, you can have. You can watch Netflix first. And then you can You can chill. watch Netflix to it. Yeah, you can. I mean, that's that's part of it. I think it's I think it's open though. I mean, I think it's you, open. Okay, welcome Free Nation. If you love his word or words rather, you're going to love my phrase. Oh, boy. Now, once again, we have a very elaborate phrase. Are you ready? It's not so Hold elaborate. Hold on probably. to your chair in one, 
two, three, word. Oh, boy. What is this? The early 90s? Indeed. Indeed, sir. You're bringing the 90s back. Always. You only gotta do, like, the kid and play or something. Hey! Hey! (laughs) So, I love this word. Khalil hates when I say it because you are from Queens. (laughs) It's not appropriate everywhere. I think people can agree with that. Um, it is not appropriate. The word everywhere. word is appropriate whenever you want to use it and whoever wants to use it. It is not the N-word, sir. <laughs> that is a different That's word. That's a different word. But your, your <laughs> word word literally used. means say it when you want to say it, when you're in agreement, when there's no other word other than word to say. There's always another word, like word. funky fresh. See how more complicated that is? <laughs> word. Try to beat the word word. That's easy. I can beat that with every single word. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Dope. Indeed. <laughs> <laughs> See how fun Me? it is? It becomes, once you say it, oh, it's a nice vibe in the room. People are like, word, word. Like, you just vibe on it. It's just a, it's like, I think, a very Do people cool... even know that word anymore? That's what I don't know. I don't know. I know I do. And I say it. And it makes know. me pleased. I'm not sure Who if it's still used. Are you speaking for you or are you speaking for just everybody? I mean, obviously you have to tailor your communication to who you're speaking to, but yeah, at a certain point, sure you also have to saying. have favorite, you know, words that you use. And word is one of my favorite words. Well, then all I can say is it's lit. Is that the next one? <laughs> yeah. Please explain to Woken Free Nation what that means. That means that it's a party, it's smashing, hey, it's going down. what's smashing? <laughs> I want to hear this definition. You want to hear what's smashing? Yes. Oh, it's just a good old jolly time at the ball that we're gathering at. Again, sex. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's lit doesn't have to be that. It could just be smashing a dope party. <laughs> it doesn't have to be that, too, because it depends who's saying it. Like, if you're British saying it, doesn't mean that. If you're British. Yeah, if they say it's a smashing time, that doesn't mean that you're actually, that doesn't mean, so you're thinking, you know what you're thinking? You're thinking about, I want to smash, and I'm not, that's not a phrase everybody should know. That phrase should be thrown out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I think that's old now. That's old. Like, come on, I don't even know if I've ever heard anyone outside of a film say that yet. Oh, really? I want to smash? No. I think guys say it to their friends. They say, I want to smash that, yo. Something like that. Something like that, right, Khalil? Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't know from personal experience. I wonder what kind experience. of conversations you're having. I wouldn't know from personal this. experience. Oh, okay. Excellent. Other people may have said that to me, but oh, I've never wow. said that. Oh, wow. Filthy minds they have. <laughs> <laughs> but what's weird is guys don't have filthy minds. Okay. This oh. is not opposite day, sir. You better, I told y'all, you better, y'all better be ready oh, for a crazy-ass episode. That was just a thought in my mind. I thought maybe guys don't have dirty minds. That's what I thought. If you don't have dirty minds after our episode of We Are Obsessed With Sex, Why Are We Obsessed With Sex, then I do not know what you define as dirty then. Good question. <laughs> yeah. I think there's some real freaks out there, but... It's not all guys. No casting stones. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying they're out there. There's a song about it. The freaks come out at night. The freaks come out at... The freaks come out. The freaks come out at night. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a bad thing. You're not taking this seriously at all. This is such a serious conversation. Are you you kidding me? Can you really say that? This life and death matter and this is what you're going to say about this conversation? I'm not taking it seriously? If I wasn't taking it seriously, why would I be looking at you like this? Why would I be staring you in the face? Less coffee. No, because you're trying to you're trying to make fun at what I'm telling you. I'm telling you some good stuff, and you're just like taking this as a big old joke. Is this all a laughing matter to you? I wonder why. <laughs> I wonder why. 
are you not taking this stuff to heart? Are you not writing notes? Why are you not taking are notes? Are we not in the learning? Matrix? <laughs> like, I mean, I can say a bunch of crazy shit, too. Oh, all right. Like, I just thought you were trying to learn something today. Mm, who is it? Oh, that could have been you a phrase. You could have learned it. That's a newer that's phrase, a Kevin Hart Some people phrase, will know. Yeah. That's a good one, though. It's a goodie, but I don't think I everybody needs to know. But you it's are going to When someone says you're going to learn today, that's a hell of a hell of a proclamation. For sure, guys. My next phrase would be seek and ye shall find. Oh, well, I definitely think of Harry Potter with this one because he's got to find that golden snitch when he's on the broom. Is that that's what you were going for? Exactly. Because everything this, has guess, to go back to Harry. You know Potter. why? Because yep. he plays the seeker. So that's where you made this phrase from Harry Potter, the seeker looking for the golden snitch. I believe this might be biblical in nature as well. <laughs> oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> So it's not Potter in nature. No, I don't think Harry Potter is defined as, but it's, you never that, know. That's kind of... Brilliant. But Brilliant. I mean, it's the same goal. You gotta, you... Oh, I guess, you know, this phrase might, it, it probably harkens back to like the search for knowledge is what indeed, I would say. Indeed. Maybe this is like a scientific kind of phrase. Indeed. So go and look for your answers and you find the question. I think, I think me and JJ way. have a couple of things to say about this. First, I think really the phrase seek and ye shall find comes to the idea of how the Google machine came to be. <laughs> that there should be a place in the world where no matter what question you have, you can actually get an answer to it. You might have to scroll hundreds of pages, but nonetheless, you'll find the answer. Next, I would say uh, the the idea of like, I just don't know how to get started. I don't I don't know what do I do is, you know... It doesn't cut it because in a world where we have the Google machine, where we have LinkedIn, where we have so many amazing thought leaders in this world, if you have a question, you should seek out the answer. And if you don't, then obviously you don't want to answer your question because if you've had a question, a million other people have had the question, get over yourself. And uh, and stop acting like ignorance is bliss because it's just ignorance is a choice each and every time. So that's why I like that phrase. All right. That's a good one. Mm-hmm. And I guess we should end it off with a really good one that mm. people probably don't know, but they should know, especially in this day and age. And of this, America? <laughs> yeah. But even in general, I guess, oh, okay. as people. But yeah, Americans, because now our eyes are being opened and people want to be woke, Woo-hoo! as they say. Woke and free. So this next word is doublespeak. And you may not know this word, but it comes from a great novel, what 1984. What about me not know this word? Everybody. Oh, okay. I thought not you specifically. Okay. Not my wife. Okay. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't throw you under the bus like that. Screw you, Galil. How could you say that? How could you say that in front of our woken free family? Because you try to talk smack, Dad. <laughs> By, by saying I won't talk smack. That's yeah, the whole thing. You might know, not know this. Mm. Yeah, but I'm saying to everybody, they need to know this, though. <laughs> You're so sassy. Yeah, Come on now. It. Well, yeah, this this word, it's not directly mentioned in the 1984 novel by George Orwell, but that's where it does come about, and it is kind of like used throughout the book. And Wikipedia, they describe this word the, word the best. They say it's language that deliberately obscures, disguises, distorts or reverses the meaning of words Mm -hmm. double speak may take the form of euphemisms so something like downsizing for layoffs that's double speak another good one from present day that i love is um alternative facts oh jesus (laughs) that's another definitely double speak that just came up i think last year or something indeed 
And that was said by our an administrative uh, person the in, orange in the man? office. No, not him himself. Oh, okay. I, I think it was Kelly Ann Conway. Or, I don't, Love it. Yeah. But she came up with that term, alternative facts, mm. which was really just a lie. That's what it really means, because <laughs> you don't. There's no. There's really no alternative to, to facts. I mean, it's it's a lie. <laughs> That's that is what the alternative. You to mean facts like are. clean coal? <laughs> yeah, just like that. Yeah. So coded language that's bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's uh that. Yeah, it's been interesting to hear and see double speak in the society and in yeah. media. Uh, it's, it's been used forever though. Politics are just big of with course. that. They always love to use People certain terms. People are constantly finding ways to be more elaborate than they need to be and not jumping to the conclusion and using coded words to say something and mean something else. And it's uh. It's problematic for people who are trying to be intellectually honest and not have to kind of weave in and out of phrases to come to some type of a conclusion as to what the hell is being said. But, you know, say lovey. And what if the language is your second language? It's not your first language. Which applies to a lot of people in this country. Oh, you know what it means. You won't even know. No, because you're like, wait, he's saying, what do you mean? That's what it was said. And that's what it means. I see that. That's the meaning. You don't know. That's why people should keep their other language, too. Wow. Because <laughs> English is not all that it's cracked up to be, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, it's a hosh posh of we got to learn to sign, guys. Sign. <laughs> it's a mixture of stuff. It's a mixed it language. It has a lot of stuff going on in there. Mm-hmm. Here we go, yo. Here we go, yo. So what's, so, what's, so what's the scenario? It's scenario time. Scenario one. Niles works at a large factory in the Midwest. Because he did not know what to do after retirement... A young chap passes him a box and says, You're the baddest old dude in the land. Niles hears this, but doesn't understand, because the young fellow doesn't look to have any ill intentions towards him, but he just called him bad. What should someone do when they hear a phrase that sounds offensive, but they're not really sure of? Interesting. Uh, I When I hear this scenario, I think of the scene from Creed, where uh, <laughs> uh, Adonis uh, Johnson comes up to Rocky and he's like, what up, old OG? And he's like, oh, OG, what, what do you mean? And he's like, what is that, original gangster, right? And he's like, yeah. he's like the OG or unk. And he's like, Unk. Oh, he was like, okay, you could call me Unk. Because <laughs> Rocky didn't like the, the oh, OG. God, that's so I think in this scenario and in any scenario, guys, you know, you, you're not Yoda. You're not floating and, and green in the sky. If you have a question, you simply have to ask people. So, you know, if the old man didn't seem like he's trying to read the scenario and he's like, okay, what, what the hell is this man saying to me? <laughs> you just say, uh, well, I think thank you. But could you just explain to me what baddest do old dude in the land means? Uh, <laughs> You know, because, you know, if I'm bad, uh, how bad am I? Right. Like, and just try to try to just have fun with it. You can a- ask in kind of a jovial manner, but just ask the question because you don't want to say thank you. And the person's really calling you like, you know, something not fun and, <laughs> and not nice. And you're like, what? you know, you don't want to you want to know when you're being offended and when, yeah. when you're being complimented, I think, is kind of what I'm arriving at. That's a good idea. Always Indeed. ask if you're not sure. Dot, dot, dot. Word. Oh. <laughs> Caught him lovely, guys. Catching people. Don't drop lovely. the mic, though, on that one. Not yet. Don't drop that's the it. soap. That's something else. <laughs> and that's a phrase that incarcerated people need to know. 
Everyone needs to know. There's dirt on the floor, man. Don't drop oh, it. Oh, that's okay. All right. That's yeah. what you're going for. Yeah, uh, there's the dirty like, soap. There's okay, yeah, dirt. sure. Yeah. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what everybody thinks of when One, they drop it. One, two, three, word. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Lots of excitement in here. Yeah, the animals are kind of getting riled <laughs> up, guys. They're funny. Let's get to scenario two. Nubia and Willard just found what looks to be a journal that is over 200 years old and a wall they are tearing down in preparation of major renovations. On that old relic, they read the words, Only the good die young. Should they open the book, or are they in danger of fulfilling some ancient prophecy? So you are inspired by the mummy from this scenario, then. (laughs) (laughs) Why am I inspired by it? The Book of the Dead, damned open it! <laughs> You've unleashed the havoc onto a... Like, you know, that whole scene. I love that movie. This, this I love really, that movie. This is a journal, though. The Book of the Dead. I didn't see. I didn't say that's what mm-hmm. it said on there. Okay, newbie. What do you, so what, what should they do? Uh, so if they find, uh, like, a relic or something like that, I think there might be value to speaking with historians and seeing, A, if this could be... Per- put in some type of museum uh if there's also some type of compensation that can be awarded for this discovery instead of just being curious especially when there is such a prophecy written on the front of it you know it might make sense to not be you know the curious curiosity killed the cat situation right another good phrase to know so i would say huh this seems kind of dangerous let's put it in a ziploc bag and uh, let's speak to people who handle this situation and try to get money and or uh you know some kind of a part of something with in regards to this and not just die because you couldn't contain yourself (laughs) i think they should go grab the nearest latex gloves and Mm. proceed to open up the book and so see what's inside, because what if there's a key inside there that opens up a hidden door, and it's the lost key? Mm, so you would totally unleash uh, the the evil plague on the earth. I wouldn't think that's going to happen. <laughs> it's just a book. It's an old book. Watch it might the have mummy. good things Watch in it. Watch the mummy. Watch the mummy. It might have good stuff in it. What if it has ancient knowledge that we as humans lost? What if it has ancient bugs that kill you immediately? <laughs> <laughs> then you squash them immediately. Teach them a good you lesson. Can't. They go right in your mouth, and then your face explodes. I'd blow them right out. Bloof. I'd make that exact sound. Okay, Bloof. Terminator. And they'd fly right out of me. Expel, you insects. That's what I would do. So okay. I'm opening the book, and I guess you're not. Nope. <laughs> okay. Broken free? What would you guys do? Mm-hmm. Scenario three. Gemma doesn't quite understand some of the beliefs of her grandson's generation. She's on the conservative side, but tells her grandson, I disapprove of what you say. But I will defend to the death your right to say it. He wants to know why would someone ever help some someone else they disagree with state their opinion when they know that person is wrong. How would you answer him if you were Gemma? Interesting. So uh, this is kind of an interesting question because it's kind of talking about the idea of loyalty as well as the right to disagree as well as different belief systems. And I think it's a very timely conversation given the divisiveness in this nation and in this world. And, you know, you and I here sit here together and we have this show and we never agree on a lot of things. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't say never. 
like 75% of the time <laughs> we disagree on things, right? And uh, and that's okay, and I love you because of that. And I love that you're so different than me because I, I love me. I don't need another me, right? But I want someone else who I can spar with and someone who can definitely have a rivalry with the word word. I need, <laughs> you know, for, for us to have our differing opinions. That's what makes woke and free so cool, right? But ultimately, I think there's a bigger question that seemingly seems to be at issue in our society, especially American culture, of like, you know, how can we get along even though we don't get along? And and it's just by choosing to get along, right? So in this case, the Gemma, you know, she may not agree with her grandson, but her grandson, if she's choosing to have a relationship with him, and not every family member speaks and talks to each other, but if you choose to, you gotta you love your relative and you and you appreciate their stance in the world, but you may or may not agree with it, and that's okay. It doesn't make them less than, and it doesn't make you more superior to that person. So I think that that's an interesting scenario because how do you, how does a person get behind someone even though they don't get behind their values? You get behind the person because a person is made up of many values, but just because one opinion is not the be all end all of that person. So that's my thoughts. Yeah, I think the key is, is sometimes people are going to have differing opinions and if if you can never like let people voice their opinions, why should they ever let you voice your opinion? So that's something you got to always think about. Even though if you see the other side and you might know they're in your mind, you know, they're wrong. Still, you have to give them a chance to voice their opinion because they might see you as definitely wrong. So that's not right for you to suppress them when they can then go ahead and suppress you. Right. That's again, Mm. the don't throw, you know, stones. If you live in a glass house, and I think it harkens others, back to that. Do unto others as you want done to yeah, you. Yeah, I think yeah. this harkens back to that. You gotta allow people to say what they they think and feel. And also, if that's not brought to the surface, then they can harbor these feelings and these emotions, and you never really find out what they're really thinking. They might be yesing you, but really they think something different. So wouldn't you rather hear what hear what somebody's actually thinking and not the fakeness. I mean, I would rather hear that. So true. I want to know what someone really thinks, not just fake stuff they're saying to appease me. Tell me what you really feel. But I also encourage that when sharing these communications or having these communications, that we still maintain a level of respect. That's something that I've been challenged with, with various people in my life. And I find that to be really disappointing that you can't dis- disagree with that with someone without being disrespectful and well, yeah, or you need to be attacking yeah. the person <laughs> instead of attacking the comment, right? Which is, uh, again, I understand not everyone does debate and stuff like that, but there's Most a, don't. Yeah, there's a difference <laughs> between debating on, uh, on a viewpoint as opposed to attacking the person and their credibility. What are you trying to do? So it comes back to, again, intention. What are you putting out in this world? If you disagree with someone, respectfully and professionally disagree. Hear them out like what you're saying so that you have the full context of what they're thinking and what they really feel. And you're entitled to share your beliefs. And if you don't want to and you're like, eh, whatever. Uh, Because sometimes, you, you, you know, it's not worth the fight because some people are very hostile when having communications with them. (laughs) <laughs> that it's just, you know, let them say whatever they want to say and you go on and, you know. Well, think, yeah, they're going to get really mm-hmm. nasty about yeah. stuff. Then you're not going to have a discussion. Yeah, you're not going to have a conversation because that makes you can't. There's, there's like life is too short to, again, be sparring all the time over nonsense. Like, yeah, it, it really depends know, guys, who you're talking to. It depends who you're talking to. Like, some people you're not going to be able to have a civil discussion. Yes, with, I've learned that the can. hard 
way. <laughs> not everyone yeah. is a great communicator and not everyone has the intention of being respectful people in this world. And if you refuse to be respectful, I mean, you will live the consequence of that in your life. But uh, yeah, I think in this case, she's just got to yeah, love her grandson and he's going to do what he's going to do. And uh, hopefully they can uh, have a fun, uh, you know, Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Exactly. So we are at that time again. The coming to the end of our 63rd episode of Woke, Woke and Free. Really? Pretty good. Oh my gosh. Went down the nup. Down the nup. We're getting better, I think, at this. It's lit. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Definitely. Not expecting that. <laughs> okay, then. Exactly. This was quite the episode talking about nonsense. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> talking about what phrases everyone should know. I had a blast. Khalil, did you have a blast? Yes, ma'am. You hear, I did. You hear the levels of excitement in his I voice, I done guys. did had a blast. Where are I you from, blast. hood boy? <laughs> Man, I know why you talk to me like that. You will definitely have people coming for you on that horrible What accent. may talk like? What may look like? May not talk night? OMG. You're a disgraceful <laughs> Caribbean person. Oh, what? that's what the act... What? What? What accent was that supposed to be? That wasn't Caribbean. That was my other... That was my intergalactic voice. Will I leave you <laughs> hanging for what our next episode will be about? Drum roll, please. On our next episode, we will be talking about whether humans ever get over prejudice with special guest psychologist Scott Standish Parkin. Make sure you follow us on social media to follow along in the conversation. Make sure you tune in next week for Woken Free Wednesday to join the conversation at WokenFree.com. If you would want to be a guest on the show, please submit a topic for an upcoming episode. Share how you feel on our contact us page at WokenFree.com. That is W-O-K-E-N-F-R-E-E.com. See how annoying it is to speak in an accent that is not yours? <laughs> and every English-based person is going to be like, she's an ass. Uh <laughs> well, but you see, you, you were directly coming after a, diff, a, a particular group. You said intergalactic. What are you talking yes. about, Khalil? <laughs> we live on about, Earth. Yeah, but I was talking from the U.S intergalactic spaceship so that's a different type of people they sorry talk like guys that. he sorry woken free nation someone needs to get back on their pills say <laughs> just because people of earth have a certain accent doesn't mean people of space can't that's all i said and how would you know <laughs> <laughs> that is the question indeed that is for another episode one two three word oh boy if you would like to hit us up on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you'll find us at Woke and Free, guys. If you didn't already subscribe, please do share the episode and make sure you come back to join the conversation every Wednesday for Woke and Free Wednesdays. Remember, Woke and Free is an intergalactic podcast and it is a way of life as well. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs>